Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. New episode, No Words Bar Podcast. It's your host, Mo, joined by my man, Chris Mack, in the ATL. Fresh off of a birthday. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, turned 32 now. Uh, don't really feel much older, uh, but uh, I know it's going to get there eventually. But uh, I definitely had a really good weekend, man. Um, me and my lady, we went to go watch uh, Ant-Man. Uh, well, went out to North Carolina to the the, the casino in Cherokee. You know, winning a little money there. It was nice. It was my first time being in the casino too. So you know, I just wanted to get that little experience. But I I know I did not have enough money on me at the time to be a high roller. I just wanted to play the slots. <laughs> and I um, end up getting a little change. That was cool. Um, then on Monday went to the you know had some fun. Went to the into aquarium, saw some, saw some otters, saw some sea lions, saw some sharks, and, and then we wrapped it up with um going to the Hawks Wizards game last night. Which my boys, you know, Wizards man, we got it done. We got that dub in the ATL. That's what 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 they always do, you know. Bradley Bill, man, he was awesome. Like he every time he comes to Atlanta, he'd be hooping and put up thirty eight. I think yeah, thirty seven. You know, a couple of big clutch baskets, some good defense there. Uh, but Atlanta, man, they, they, hey, I mean, we, there's always dumb finishes between these two teams. So Atlanta, they're no <laughs> joke. They were, I mean, Trey was cooking as well. He was pretty marvelous in the third quarter. Um, but, uh, Quinn Snyder, man, he's got, he's got some, you know, he got some pieces that he could work with. Uh, he officially been announced as the head coach, what, over the weekend, five year deal. Yeah. Um, I everyone saw this coming. I think everyone saw this was going to be the move last summer. That once he left, you know, Utah, he was going to take a little break, figure some things out, and you know, Atlanta was going to be the first team calling. Um, and lo and behold, here we are. Uh, it's I'm like I'm like he he has it's just pretty much almost the makeup we had in Utah, you know, and it's going to probably be a lot of pick and roll. Uh, I'll probably have to rewatch the game and see how much was done, but uh, Trey did get to the to the basket a lot. Yeah, had a lot of not, had a lot of layups. Really had a lot of clear space to shoot open threes from picks and screens. And you know, um, defensively they're they're fine. You know, they they always been fine as a defensive team. You know, it's just that I don't know how much they were buying into everything that Nate McMillan was trying to drill to them. Uh, but Snyder, I mean, he's going to be refreshed. He's only got 20-some-odd games to work with these guys, so hopefully, you know, he could get something out of them. Really, he got 20 games to work with this yeah. team to see yeah. if he could get something out of them. They're already in the um, playing position at the eighth, eighth seed, um, but if he could try to improve that, get them into that sixth seed, um, is, you know, that would be, be a feather in his cap. Yeah, well, Quinn Snyder, he's a good coach for y'all. Good, especially where you guys are at right now. Um, you know, it, it's <laughs> you guys sound like in a better position than than, than my team is right now. But um, I mean, to be fair, you know, my my team is only a game above yours. You know, yeah, my yeah, actual yeah. team. But as far as Atlanta go, yeah, they're they're in really good position. I think they've been on a run. You know, a, a nice run of games. I mean, they ran it. They, they they only won two out of their last five, but those two wins were coming off the bounce of 
you know, the all-star break and mm-hmm. firing Nate McMillan. So they, they, they almost won a third straight last night. Um, yeah. But now, you know, they're, they're, they're going to be fine. I, 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 I see, I, I honestly do see both Atlanta and um, Washington making the play in uh, just for Washington, just barely, but you know, Atlanta's next game is not until Friday against Portland and Damian Lillard. And oh man, I, I, a part of me wants to go to that as well, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm unsure if I'll be able to make that trip. You know, work and whatnot. I just got back on, you know, to the yeah. grind. But oh, that I mean, Dane, you know, coming off 71 points <laughs> going into Atlanta. I mean, people are expecting him to have another show like that, but you know, that, that's. I would love for him to get at least forty. You it's, know, but that that that's that's gonna be something, man. But Atlanta got they got some games here, and they also got Miami. It's a back to back too on Saturday in Miami. That's a big one, you know. The Kevin uh, Love Miami Heat. The Kevin Love Miami Heat. Yes, I mean he's good for him to at least get some playing time. I mean he's not doing much. But no. you know he's he's no. there. <laughs> he's, right, he's joined his son. You know he's he's getting his early retirement on. You know, uh, I mean he he can still be a body and to move. He can still move, but he can't do much. Uh, but I'm I'm really ecstatic um, heading into this last month of the season, um, the regular season that is, and how these how these teams are going to shape up. Uh, how the playoff picture is coming about. Uh, I, w- I would love to say peace and blessings for the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, they really had something ha- really going strong for them, you know, yeah. after the trade deadline. Uh, LeBron James, you know, playing some of the best basketball in his career. Same with Anthony Davis in certain um, windows of this season. Uh, but now, you know, this is this looks like it's about to be like a, a uphill battle just making it into the play-in now yeah. uh, for Los Angeles. Um, they're going to be without LeBron for, what, two weeks minimum Something right now. Like, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm with you. I think everyone's really fearing the worst here with um, this foot injury. Yeah. And, um, it's very unlikely that he will be able to come back in time to help them get the play-in spot, let alone finish out the season. And the same can say go. The same can be said for Anthony Davis, depending how the season goes. Yeah, because you just never know when he just may accidentally step on a pebble, and next thing you know, he has a fractured foot. You never know with Anthony uh, Davis. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, and, and I hate to say that, and it, and and it sounds stupid, but the way the guy has been made of glass, um, the past couple of years. I really do feel like if he steps on a on a stone or something or a pebble that he fractures something. Like I, it's just, oh, that Lakers team. It, it was like it seems like every time they seem to be getting two steps forward and something happens to put them three steps back. Um, whether it's an injury, and a lot of times it's injury, um, or or some other other mess. But I mean, kudos to them the other day for um, you know staging that comeback against Denver. Um, or Dallas, my Dallas. friend. Dallas, Dallas, I mean, Dallas. Yeah, we can talk Dallas. about them later too, man. Yeah, De- Denver is killing it. Um, that da- yeah against Dallas, uh, and um, you know, <laughs> it seemed like that was a game where it was like, all right, they're on a good momentum, but then you know, Bron gets injured, and then it's just, um, 
I don't want to say that the, the train is off the rails, but I mean they won tonight against OKC. Um, they they really do need to win. They they need to win as that, that, that as was many really games. Yeah, it was it was, and they need as many wins as possible. But uh, you know, Lakers. Yeah, we'll just just gonna have to see how everything turns out two weeks while the whole time LeBron is out. That's if he that's if he comes right. back. They also got to hope that New Orleans continues to slide. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which which it happened on a free fall. Um, yeah. Yeah, this last month or so. Um, yeah, it, it's yeah that that tenth spot, really the tenth and ninth spots are looking. It, it look like they could be quickly overtaken by Portland and the, and the Lakers. Um, if I do want to see Utah on capital, there's only one th- one way to see it, man. We 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 just gonna have to see how it unfolds. I mean, it's the same thing like with the East, man. Like, um, you know, my Bulls they they're you know treading on. They're there. It's just they're just there. I know we, picked, I know we picked up Chicago native Pat Beverly, um, uh, and you know he might help out. I, I hope so. I, I listen. I, we need any help possible. Um, to be to be frankly honest <laughs> with you, we need as much help as possible. I mean, whatever that Pat Pat Bev can do, man. Um, I'm all for it. Uh, I I know Levine is. Levine was a little bit pissed at the fact that all those rumors there was of of trading him during the deadline or whatever. And um, yeah, I mean, I really didn't want it to happen either, but I'm glad it didn't happen. Um, especially yeah, the rumor, tra- especially the rumor trade that was to the Knicks. I I would have that jumped, that was. I mean, I when, when looking back window. at it, that was a whole lot. That I yeah, feel like that would yeah. be like that's a little too much. Even yeah. though some of these guys do have to leave both their teams, it's just like. Yeah, no, no, no. But um, we're we're just there. Um, uh, we're it's like Jekyll and Hyde. We have when we're good, man. Like when we're firing in all cylinders. Like it's it's, I love seeing it. But when we're not, it's a train wreck. It feels like a train wreck. Well, we'll get a lead and then we'll just lose it in the in the in the fourth. Um, but it. It's just been that type of season for us in general, though. So I don't know. I I just look at it as it, it, it's a transition season. Um, I think whatever moves or changes that we need to be made will be done in the off season. So I ain't really all that that worried and stressed about it. Um, you know, it's we get into the playing game. That's awesome. That's great. Um, but just the way the season has been, um, my gut feeling tells me that. Like, it tells me that we'll get in, we'll squeak in to that last playing spot. But I just don't see anything really going farther than that um, for mm-hmm. us. But um, and it's I, I I'm I'm I've gone to the point where I've accepted that, and it's you know I'm not mad. It's okay. You know, it's all right. There's always we'll we'll be back next year. Um, yeah, at but, least at least at least um. Lonzo, you know, he yeah. has his brother with him to uh Yeah, the both of them know, injured do, now. Do, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's a damn shame. You know. Yeah, and, man. Oh, I'm just thinking about them damn shoes, you know, when I'm seeing right? them boys getting hurt. So I'm like, right. God damn Labari, you know, you didn't have to have them wear them damn shoes early in their careers. You know, it's quite interesting. You know, I had a conversation with my father the other day and you know, he that was one. He always comments on that stuff. 
Right? He's like, you know, these injuries. And one thing that he had told me while he was explaining to me when he was playing during his playing days, and I don't know, I'm not an expert on <laughs> floor technology, but um, from from his from what he explained to me, he felt that the courts back then um were a little bit softer. The 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 wood it was softer wood um playing on the courts. Now I don't know if like I said I, I don't know anything about different types of wood or whatever it is or like the parquet like oh, that type of stuff um the flooring on, on these in you know in these arenas for, on, during these NBA games um I don't know if it's something that if if that has anything to do with it um could be the shoes I mean I don't know it's just I, it, I don't know. and even for me it's just alarming just to see so many people have foot and ankle and knee injuries in in the way that they're happening um it's just it's just quite interesting to me and it could be something that's been these injuries could have been happening you know for the longest you know we're just now um just putting more attention to it because of social media and stuff and the exposure of the game but um it's alarming to me that these players are getting these foot injuries and ankle knee injuries so badly and a lot of times yeah. it'd be non-contact injuries you know what yeah. i mean like that's that's uh not to say that that the nba does it's not like how with nfl you know you get a lot of not you get a lot of injuries either contact or non-contact but nba i mean it's a contact sport but it's just it just seems that just the most simple things that you're just doing is just get it just injures these guys and so many MCL and ACL. It's just a lot of that other stuff. But um but God bless the technology that's out there also. Um they have the ability to heal quicker. Um and more efficiently mm-hmm. too, at least, you know, I would hope so. Um I'm, and I didn't mean for that tangent. It was just one of those things that just it, it came to my mind. Um but it, it's but as far as you was talking about playoffs um, interesting. Um, I don't think there's one conference more interesting than the West right now. Um, especially, and you alluded to it um, before. KD um, started with Phoenix tonight. Um, so it, it's it's going to be an, a fun ride in the in the West. And I don't want to discredit the East. I don't want to discredit yeah. the East, but. I mean, yeah. I think it's pretty obvious that the eyes are on the West this season, and rightfully so. And it's oh, going to continue to be that way. Um, so and, and Durant looked good too in his um. He, yeah. Sure, um, he played. Apparently, he was on a minutes restriction, but it looked like he was like under thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, scored twenty three points. Apparently, he's three points away from tying um, Oscar Robinson on all time scoring list. And at the 13th spot, so he's quickly going to break that record in the next game, uh, or at least overtake that record, overtake that position um, in the next game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they they look good. They look good for the yeah. most part. And Devin Booker was uh, yeah, he was he was taking advantage of that man. He had like 39 points. <laughs> uh, which I mean, seeing that, you're like, yeah. This this is definitely going to be a problem, especially when Durant is really going. Uh, Booker's going to just have all that space. 
DeAndre Ayton's going to have all that space to uh, operate it. And, you know, Chris Paul's just going to have fun doing Chris Paul things yeah, at 80%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Durant is going to be fine in, in, in Phoenix. Um, I think what this does, I, I think for Phoenix, they needed a something, a jolt or something like that to, to uh, oh, yeah. kind of put the fire under their ass, you know. Um, they've been kind of um, just there and just whatever um ever since really <laughs> ever since they came that close to winning the championship against Milwaukee um you know not too long ago yeah it was quite um, it was quite the jolt that they needed you know so yeah really, yeah yeah they needed it because really they get their championship of, hopes back right and I know they've been and they've been dealing with some injuries also I believe too right um Phoenix for, yes, for a while. yes so yes Booker was out for yeah. um, uh, for almost twenty or so games. Right, right. Uh, so I mean, it's it's been a disjointed season for them. I can understand that because of the injuries, but um, you know, I think that the the good thing is that they're getting healthy at the right time, and then adding obviously Durant there. Like this is this is a crucial time for them because you kind of want to be firing in all cylinders, get good get a good system and and, and good momentum going. Um, those last you know, 15, 20 games of the season leading into the playoffs. And for somebody like Durant, you know, it's important for him to get uh, familiarized with the system and the players and how everything goes. And obviously it's better when everybody's healthy. So, um, you know, hey, it's that's can't rule them out for anything yet. I know it was could have before, you know, I guess early in the season. But the Durant thing, the addition, um, definitely does that and we just going to see how this how this turns out but i think it is going to turn out just fine for phoenix um in the end uh it, it's it's just going to be fun i know we're, we 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 i know people that listen to the show the ones that listen to us frequently i know we reiterate about the west but i mean it, it's i mean what can you say what can you uh, say? Yeah, man, the Eastern Conference is a fucking two man, well, three team race if you really want to include Philly, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's Milwaukee, Boston, and everybody else. Uh, Milwaukee, what they want, 15 straight already? 16? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is, they're, they're fully healthy now. You know, you know, they were missing most of the season about Middleton. And even when Giannis was out, like, Drew Holiday carried the slack. So they're they're all clicking on all cylinders, and they yeah. got Jay Crowder in. Yeah. So they're it. You know the the teams that are there. We know that should be bona fide contenders are playing like bona fide contenders at this moment. Right. Um. And to put it in perspective, bro. Um. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Milwaukee, sixteen wins in a row. Mm-hmm. Despite this only being they, you know they they won sixteen in a row. They only a half a game above Boston. Yeah, they're Mean, creeping up, man. Meanwhile, Boston has been eight and two in their last ten. So it's like that, that's it, it's a huge jump, obviously. That sixteen in a row, but it's just I mean, but Boston may just not lose. Yeah, the the win actually is um led them to overtake Boston in the yeah. standings. So they're yeah, they play one less game. Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh but it's it's just interesting though. Like you win sixteen games in a row, you just but yet you're just only Barely above Boston because you would think you know some teams they can, you know, the, the ebbs and flows of the season. Um, but hey, man, that's Milwaukee playing their potential. Giannis is playing his content, uh, 
playing his potential right now, uh, uh, which is even crazier because it's like this guy, Marac, he, like he just, he's amazing. I mean, how he just gets better every year. It's, um, it's remarkable. It's a, it's a sight to see for sure. Um, and I, I don't take it for granted because what he does is awesome. Um, but they're healthy also. So, you know, that's the name of the game, man. That's the name of the game in the NBA and, and, and it's in any sport pretty much, but it's just health man, is wealth. Health, man. Health it. Help it. That, that, that's what it comes down to. Uh so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun ride in the end. Um but uh, uh the, the one unfortunate thing that happened though, um and I just wanna like, we could talk about it real quick because we just this happened today. We just the report that was found out with John Morant of uh you know just i don't i it's i'm flabbergasted even getting the words out of my mouth because i'm just like two incidents that happened i'm just i'm just like what (laughs) yeah it was apparently two incidents that um happened um concerning john morant you know memphis grizzly point guard i mean this was two incidents out of a third incident that was um reported a, a month ago concerning um uh, after the game with the Indiana Pacers, uh, how his entourage uh, allegedly was threatening the the players, or looked like they were pointing red beams at them. Now we have um, an incident where last summer, uh, um, after you know the Grizzlies were eliminated from the Western Conference, well, Western Conference playoffs against Golden State Warriors, uh, there was an incident at a Memphis Mall where. Uh, I think uh, what was it? Uh, a foot, what was it? Was it Foot Locker or Chance? It was Foot actually. It was one of them shoe stores. Got um, I think an incident with um John Morant's mother, and she ended up calling him, and he came in rolling nine deep, and one of the security guards told him tell him to chill out and tell him to get up out and leave the premises, and one of um Morant's members of the entourage shoved the security guard in the face or in the Jesus. head allegedly. And then Morant say uh, he Morant wanted him to know when with that um, employee was going to get off work to deal with them. And then there was another incident. It is a Washington um, Washington Post report that he uh, beat up a seventeen year old. And while, while he did not brandish his gun, he apparently had his gun on the, in his um in, in his waistband. Uh, it, this was during a pickup game, apparently. Uh, uh, apparent the uh, seventy-year-old he alleged that um that Barrett, you know, you know when you do the ball check, he threw the ball at him, right? Yeah, he threw the ball in hard. So the seventeen-year-old returned the favor. In the process, the ball slipped from Morant's hand and hit him in the chin, which caused him to go and jump the boy uh, with um, another assailant. And then you know after that, you know he. Uh, Went in Britain. He did branch come, but he the kid saw the gun and then he uh, one of the parents told him to go home. So that's that's uh, that's what we got right now. And it looks like there were police reports that were filed there. Um, uh, uh, obviously, I, I'm you know Morant doesn't give a fuck. You know he's still going to be playing. Um, but it's just wild seeing um and reading these stories um, yeah. concerning him because this dude. It's supposed to be the new face of Nike, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he got that um, new Max deal or new big rookie contract. Um, and 
yet here he is still wilding the fuck out. Like, you know, he, he isn't a professional athlete. Um, and, you know, he's just, he just wants to be about that life because apparently he is about that life. I, but I'm part of me is like, why the fuck is he doing all this shit? You know what I mean? It's, it's just as wild when I see, um, um, these other stories that are happening. Um, like that one boy, uh, that's playing, um, now what was he playing for? Um, what, what school you go to? Uh, Alabama, Arkansas. Yeah. Alabama. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. That one, that one kid that, um, that's a connection with a murder. Yeah, yeah, and, the Alabama- very, and then he ended up dropping forty-one points, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Playing for his life. Yeah, man, he's playing for his life, man. Like for his freedom. You know, he's literally playing for his freedom. And then there, there's the, um, also I think it's the Georgia, um, Georgia player that is um, was caught in um, an incident um, not too long ago for the, for the um, for college football. I just story that just came out. Um, that was, apparently he was involved in a, um, a street racing incident that killed his teammate and um, uh, an analysis. And I'm like, wow, you know, his, his dream it is some um, draft projections might be in jeopardy. Yeah. It's just, oh man, I'm, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> uh, I don't, man. I, I don't, um, especially with the Morant thing. It's when, when I, when I saw when I saw like a quick glance of of the situation, I, I just was yeah. like, I was like, what? Like how? Like it just doesn't. It just sounds very weird. But then again, man, like I, I don't know, Morant. Like I guess, yeah. I I don't know, man. It's just maybe it's people he's hanging with, hanging out with. I, I, yeah, I man. It's I don't want, just, it's I don't want to say that because I say that and I sound like a fucking old head. And I'm not a, you know, I'm, it's just, it's just very. He's he's walking on a very uh, tight rope. Yeah, it is, yeah, it is, is a very man. tight rope, especially you know as, as the Grizzlies continue to rise. Um, yeah, and. You know, and their potential title hopes are like becoming more, you know, serious. You know, it's it comes to a point that he needs to, uh, you know, put that shit to the side and really focus on his career and more importantly, his family. Yeah, um, man. As opposed to trying to do all this bullshit, this bullshit gangster um, um, facade, you know, just just to feel like that he's on. Yeah, you know, and you don't need to do all that, bro. Like you know, you know, you get, you know, it, it's just weird, man. You young, and, talented. You make yes. you're making great money. You one of the top faces in the league. You you, you endorsements and all this it, other it's, shit. It's, honestly, it's really only a matter of time that you know he continues to you know put on this shit until someone really checks him. You know, because that's how that cycle. That's how it. That's how it goes. Yeah, you know? man. It's just. Ah oh, man. I mean, and it, it you know what I mean the dude's only it's only as tough as he gets until he runs into someone that's bigger. Yeah, or is better. And that's the thing. And it, it could be in the league. And it doesn't and it doesn't need to get to that point. That's the yeah. thing. You know, a player of his caliber and his talent. Like, dude, you don't need to get involved yeah. with all that other shit, man. Like it's it's all right, man. You can leave that shit from behind. And and um and uh the the Georgia player is Jalen Carter. He was um he was um issued an arrest warrant 
for a race that did end in a fatal crash. So I don't know how recent this was, but yeah, yeah, that that boy, he he was supposed to be, you know, projected to go into the NFL draft, and I don't know how it's going to look now for him. Not good, that's for sure. It ain't looking good for him. Oh, gosh, man. These kids, man, like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's just me because I, I I think about it, and I'm like, man, if I had that, if I had that stuff, if I had that talent, if I had that ability to do something great, and the possibility of getting paid great for it, um, I just, if it was me, man, I hell no, I wouldn't do anything to try to jeopardize. It, but that's. But that's me in, in two different shoes. But it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, I just don't like it. I don't like it, man. You I want to see the, these kids do know, good and succeed, you know? You know, the crazy thing about this, right, you know, you know, we make uh, we do make the comparisons for John Moran and Allen Iverson. And I was trying not to do it. Iverson, I was trying not to do it. Even, even then, Iverson wasn't even like this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Was, I mean, uh, you know, it, it's, I think David Stern made it sound worse than what it was um, with uh, Iverson. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to compare both of them to off the court, man. I don't want to. Uh, do because Iverson was just partying bullshit. Yeah, yeah, Try to try to try and try to um, get a rap album off y'all. <laughs> Uh, rap album off that we'll never hear the light of day, thankfully. Um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this, this shit. I mean, I'd rather if John was rapping than doing this shit, man. For real, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> just everybody, you know, just <laughs> typical ball player that wants to rap. Like they could do that. He could do that. <laughs> it's not a problem, Jamar. John Morant. This is this ain't the problem, man. Just I don't know, man. I I, I just hope. I hope. Um, at the end of, of all this, that something is rectified and that he does not, we don't have to see another report of this happening again. That's that's really all you can ask for, hope for at this point with him. Um, but good luck, good luck, sir. Good luck and Godspeed. Just keep your head above the water, bro. Um, but uh. But that's all that's been going on basketball world. World, uh, just want to do a, a quick. Um, just want to talk about something real quickly that um, for me and, and it, it's I know how you do your soccer thing. Me, I I like to throw my hockey stuff every once in a while. Oh, um, yeah. um, I do want to say that it's um, it is trade deadline season. For the NHL, I did, man. I saw all the moves being happening. Uh, Patrick King's going to the Rangers. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. that's like that was one of the few names I knew. I was like, listen. oh, okay. no, 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 no. I'm not. I didn't say that as in like, oh my gosh, you mentioned. Yeah, it. Like, no. no, no, no. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, that? It was, it was deadline it, season, so it, it's it's just that number one is I think for me, and then I think it kind of irks the shit out of me too because it's the Rangers that he goes to. Um, but I think all in all, though, um, you know, he he pretty much kind of pulled a LeBron where he kind of strong on himself out from Chicago. Um, and it, it, it Patrick Kane is a very interesting case anyway, because 
Um, I, I don't know, like I said, people, they don't follow anything, a lot of things in hockey, but um, there was a massive, massive investigation that went on a couple of years ago regarding a player that used to be in the Chicago Blackhawks system and went through a lot of physical, went, went through a lot of abuse um, coming up in the system. And the investigation found out that a lot of people know, especially the higher-ups knew. And this was going on while they're doing their last Stanley Cup run several years ago. So this was something that happened back in like 2011 or something like that. And the person was just remaining quiet until about a couple of years ago. And everybody in the Blackhawks organization knew about this, even the players. Like the person said that everybody knew about it. And so when I see stuff like this, I see Patrick Kane. And the way the NHL fetishizes um, the Rangers, and I understand why New York is the biggest market. We see it in the NBA with the Knicks, right? And uh, and obviously when the Rangers are doing Mm -hmm. good in the NHL, the NHL is happy. But the NHL always has their favorites. They always have their select favorites. Us Islanders, we're not we're not part of that group. We're we're always part of the table that everybody tells us this this to get away from them. Um, but but to get back on track, trade deadline season's going on, a lot of trades going happening. Um, a lot of there is a trend I've noticed in the NHL um contract wise, a lot of trades. There is sometimes like our us. For us, we do trades during the middle of the season but a lot of times especially when we're trading for a high profile player like we had did this season um, about three weeks ago um number one you're gonna have to throw out some draft picks in there um yeah. it's a lot of people seem to and, and this thing could probably be in, in any sport um that has a draft whatever like you know a lot of people overvalue the draft picks um and so we had to get you had to get <laughs> in order to get you have you got to you got to give to get to get so, you know, that's one of the things with us. And but we sign whenever we get these do these trades, we normally sign them to like an extension, you know, because a lot of times they be on expiring contracts. But a lot of times now in NHL specifically, and you can see a little bit in Major League Baseball where there is a trend that seems to be happening with contract lengths where they're like eight, nine years or higher, Um, you know, so. You have stuff. You have that factor in there with a lot of these players, but you got a lot of these players that they just high profile rentals, and or they're just not worth the salary cap that that's um that that's attached to them. And a lot of these trades now, they're one team has to ret- they're going to have to retain a certain percent of salary. You know, a lot of it is fifty percent salary or something like that in order to deal with it because our salary cap in NHL has been flat for the past th- three years. Um, they blame it due to to the um, pandemic and, and 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 a lot of stuff with the, the escrow, the player escrow too, which has a lot to do with the pandemic because of the numbers and the arenas and the owners. Um, and it, it, it's it's been the trade deadline this season for us. I mean, for for the NHL, um, it ends on Friday, March third. Um, but apparently, the GMs has been getting a lot mm-hmm. of yeah, yeah, but a lot of the trades went down yesterday um on the 28th of February <laughs> um so we trade we was part of a um trade also but it, it's it's a lot of changing going on and um and a lot of teams are trying to 
there's a lot more there's a lot more buyers and sellers like the capitals for example their sellers um even though they're not too far off in in the hunt to try to get into the last uh like the two wild card spots in the east um but they just apparently they're selling they're they're kind of thrown in the white flag um they're kind of at a point where they just need to retool not rebuild Rebit. Uh, just just re, re, take a new look at the uh, season for next year. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so it, it's that's what they're gearing gearing towards. We out for, for my Islanders. Um, apparently we're buyers. We're still trying to get in. We hold a wild card spot right now, but there's a lot of teams with games in hand. We we have got the most games in the league. Play the most games in the league, which is the weirdest thing because last year the league kind of screwed and dicked us with with stuff, but with the scheduling. But hey, is whatever. Uh, but yeah, but it definitely, I'm telling you this right now, everybody. The reason why I'm saying this is because the playoff push leading into the playoffs and the playoff, especially the first round of playoffs. People, hockey. I'm telling you, it's if you get a chance to watch a game, watch a game. If you're not a fan of it, give it a try. For there's some brothers out there. There's some brothers on some teams. All right, y'all. Hey, hey, p- playoff hockey is incredible, man. Yeah. If anything, yeah, I can attest to it's like Washington during the Stanley Cup playoffs. You know, them them series be going crazy. Yeah, and the chase too for from them playoff spots. I, I'll always try to at least watch a game or two. Yeah. See what's happening. The scoreboard watching season now, um, for a lot of teams. We're just watching the scoreboard, just making sure. I know for us, we're 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 making sure that yeah. Well, our focus is on the teams that have games in hands. There are certain games. Mm-hmm. There are certain teams that have um, four, maybe even five games in hand. Like there, mm-hmm. and, and honestly, there should be no reason why this late in the season, so many teams should have played so much fewer games <laughs> than my team. <laughs> uh, but it is what it is, though. In the end, but uh, but not. It's it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be interesting. Um, um, for the people that are that that are for 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 our listeners out there, like I said, um, you know, just just try to listen, just try to watch a game one time. You know, if you don't know anybody, if like I tell people all the time, if they don't know anybody about hockey, by all means, I mean, I don't mind being the source for that at all, at all. I mean, because this this is my domain over here, but um, but yeah, I just wanted to put that out there. Um, you know. Some good good stuff is about to happen in hockey. Take a look at it when you get a chance. But on to speaking of seasons, um, we are on to we're in the middle of WrestleMania season. Um, it's things are starting to take more uh, a more of a, a formidable. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you yeah. know the, it, we're, it's we're, things we're are coming a little bit clearer picture now. Yeah, half the card um, of is starting to fill up right now. Yeah, you know, yeah. which is which is good. Um, you know, um, shout out to, to Lita uh, becoming a women's tag champion with um, Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus also returning as well. Uh, looks like they're going to make this nice little super uh, trio with, you know, with Becky and um, you know, two legends. But, man, uh, Lita, man, uh, hopefully, you know, she can get her cardio up, you know, find, find some semblance of having some speed there because, man, she was not looking great. In that yeah. match, uh, but yeah. I'm still happy that she's around. Um, that being said, man, uh, Finn and Edge should be dope. Uh, of course, you know, we got Cody and Roman 
which is definitely the main event. It's not even close. Like, the crowd wants that shit. But I will say this. It's, I don't really want to speak on any of those matches at all. I want to speak on these two matches that are being built up. I have no interest in watching whatsoever. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Come on, bro. Well, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, really, Chris, no, really, really for all, I feel, I feel for Brock. I feel for Bobby Lashley yeah. as, as well. Um, I don't know. What, what, were, what was everyone thinking in this whole process? How do you think how Brock was going to react and how he was going to act? When Bray Wyatt <laughs> was pitched to him. open challenge on both of those men going no. at into let me share. Why did he just stick? I would, it would have been better off just having Bobby Brock three at Mania. I mean, I, oh. you know, but, but, it, but I, I'm just, I mean, the spectacle of Brock and almost that's would what be it's cool. about. That's it's a spectacle. I'm like, I know that it's a spectacle, but. That's I just can't is. see that being his last match. You know what I mean? No, no, and, no. That's not going to be Lesnar's last match. <laughs> it's not. You know, I just, I just, you know, because you know his listen, his run is is coming to a close. Like, I mean, as far as in this this era of WWE, you know, he is. he is definitely getting phased out. Um, but I would, I, I just want, I, you know, for for me, it's it's harmless. It's cool. It's probably going to last five minutes. You know, almost going to take another L to another big guy. You know, the other one, the loss he took is LeBron. That's fine, but Bobby and Bray. Oh God, man! Like that's yeah, sick. I'm not. Man, it I'm was hard for me to get through. I'm I'm not happy about how they do that oh, my. to my man Bobby. Like I don't want to is great. I just, I just can't. Again, I, I'm like, I, you know, the hit. He he deserves better. I don't know why they didn't pull the trigger on her business. I'm just like, what? This is is what I'm saying. And this is what I'm saying, man. The the Lesnar and and Omas match, it's only serving two purposes. One is to create a a WrestleMania moment of Brock F. Fine um, Omas. And number two, Bobby Lashley is going to screw. He's going to cause Brock Lesnar to match. This is all of this, and it's going to all it's going to serve is that and a purpose for to move this hurt business thing forward. Lashley hates Lesnar so much that he doesn't give a shit about what match that he goes and interferes and and screws Lesnar out of. But it just so happened that on WrestleMania that he's going to screw him out, and then the person that Lesnar is facing is the person that could tend to be could potentially be a person of interest into this reformation of the hurt business anyway like all that's all this is going to lead to but i get what you're saying like pull the trigger already on this we know it's coming we know it's going to happen why why prolong it and i get it it's just do the shit already but i had with that lesnar omas match at mania like that that's all it's about yeah it's it's spectacle i mean i don't Necessarily, like I'm not like I'm not going to watch the fucking show because of this. No, but oh, no, like, no. Of oh. course not. It's just I just the direction of you know both yeah. Lesnar and Lashley. Yes, going up to this point, I'm like, mm-hmm. there, there really wasn't anything better for either man. Nah. <laughs> and, and but for Lashley, though, like you're on, he's on this, you're and, on and, an upward trajectory, you, and then you, you can't, can't freedom you the can't break. Really make Bobby weak for one. 
No. You know, he always helped to come out looking strong, which is cool. But the reason being is that I'm like, you're, if you're not putting him up against Roman, what, what what's the purpose? Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm like, he's been kept booked strong ever since the pandemic era. Yeah. You know, he, he barely loses. He always beats up on everyone. He won't be without a title, at least. Had the U.S. title a couple of times. Had a long WB title reign. Yeah. And yet... Again, like he—he's just—he's just as far as main event caliber talent goes. He's all—he's had one of the weirder trajectories around. Yeah, yeah. Um, um him and Drew McIntyre, especially. But we know that at least you know there's going to be something going on with Drew but and Sheamus, right? Gunter, right. You know, for the Intercontinental Title. And that's but something that at least somebody like we want to see. We that's tangible, and it's yeah, it's a match I want to see. I'm like, damn, yeah, you know. The, I was really excited when there was Brock Gunther rumors. You know, I'm like, damn, yeah. that's a match that I want to see. You know, that's a match that I, you know, if if um, you know, if Brock did win it in you know in his career after that, that would be the one he could go out on top with. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, what else is there for him? After this, you know, there's only so yeah, many marquee no. matches he got for Lesnar. He's faced everyone. Yeah, you know? I, I just, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what's the future in store for Lesnar after Mania. Um, but I, like, it, it's just a very, it's just a very weird combo with with the whole Lashley and Bray. That's it. It's just, it's just a very I, I really weird combo there, with that. Really this... Anything, I, I, don't, I just can't see Bray facing anyone outside of his orbit, like Uncle Howdy or some shit. Why they could, <laughs> damn, they could <laughs> right. like sign PCO and, and break him in just to do a little match or some shit. Yeah, because anytime yeah. I see, he drags Bray drags so many people down with his um with his with his spooky shit. Like the only ones that weren't truly affected by it over time was John Cena and Randy Orton. You know what I mean? They made yeah. something happen out of that. Everybody else, it's just like you're, you're not going to get a good match either. You know, it's going to be some more smoke and mirrors bullshit. Yeah, like I don't want to like it, it's. He hasn't. <laughs> I cannot recall the last time I've seen a regular televised Bray Wyatt match. I can't. Everything has either been pitch black or in dark red or in some other fluorescent color. Like, it's just always, I, like, I know, I I appreciate these wrestlers that have these, you know, unorthodox ideas and stuff like that with the character and stuff like I, that's, I understand that. And a lot of times we read too many times former wrestlers leaving or getting pissed, especially at the E because of the fact that they didn't have any type of create creative of creative freedom with their character. Bray is a luxury. He has a luxury. He's always had the luxury. I feel like of, of doing that. And it just doesn't amount up to shit. Like you were better off the last time people Really, have, I feel like I've seen a a a regular Bray Wyatt match. It had to been when it was still when he was still doing shit with, you know, with uh Braun and and 
gosh. Yeah. yeah you know, it's like that's 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 the last time I've seen him do some regular shit when he was still wearing the damn freaking Hawaiian shirts. I know, right? Yeah, well, he was uh, just the, the buzzer. The eater of yeah, worlds, eater, you know? Eater of worlds. That was, that was it, man. And it's just, <sighs> wow. I you know, it's strange because, you know, I don't really even think Bray is that awful of an in-ring worker. He's uh, not. If he, if he actually, if he was, like, you know, Focus on like just serving a style that would be good of just being a big hoss. It will work in some aspects, but with this, you know, when you're bringing in the super spooky stuff and uh, the weird shit, the Uncle Howdy stuff. I mean, yeah, it's it's just going to take away a lot. Yeah, as far as the in-ring product goes, because it's yeah, just, again, it's nothing but smoke and mirrors. No yeah, bullshit. I, nah, nah, I could do without it. Can do without it, man. But no, nah, it, it's. Now the card, but as a whole, the card is shaping up. Um, oh, it's very ni- be hard, man. Very, very nicely. Um, we getting Cena coming back. Yes, sir. On Monday, and to set up his match with with Austin Theory, um, Logan Paul. Uh, that, hey, that, that might be one of the ma- that might be one of the matches. Of the- hey, I, I, it, yeah, Logan Paul and Seth. That yeah. might be. I don't know which day they're gonna have. Some of the matches on the card, but I feel like there's going to be like three matches on the card of each night. They're looking to steal the show. Yeah, and you know, we even Cena got and Deary. Cena Deary could be one of those. Yeah, could be. And we even got we finally are getting some deliberate traction here, leading to Rey Mysterio's possibly his final. Who knows if this is just his final Mania match or his could be his final match in general. Yeah, uh, against Dominic. Uh, uh, the way it's the way it's looking, though, it might not just be a singles match. Um, it, it, I, judging from just race health in general, for one, yeah, and Dom being Dom, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's very possible that that could be a tag match. Um, I mean, I can see Dom and and Ray and, and, Ray, Ray and Santos against um Dom and Priest, just to get Priest on the card. You know what I mean. You know what though? I would. I, I don't know why Ray. If Ray, if, if they were smart, if they were smart, and if they really wanted to do this long term booking shit or continuity, just just have Ray team with, have Ray team with Bad Bunny. But um, I mean, it, it, it's not a crazy idea. It's not as crazy idea as it sounds like because they don't need to have a a five star match. Um, but. As crazy as it sound, Ray Mysterio, he could still do his thing. Bad Bunny could still do whatever he can. And we know he's willing to do the work to make a match look good. And then, of course, mm-hmm. how, and then for him, like for him to face Damian Priest now after they were tag team partners, you know, two, three years ago, um, I think for me, that's a nice little wrinkle into it too to see how their interaction is. Um, maybe it's just me personally. I just want to see how that looks. Um, there is, I mean, there's ways, there's different ways you can book this, but I could understand why you could, you could make the argument that it could, this could be leading to a tag match because of Ray's health and, and Dom just being Dom. Um, it's possible. It's very possible. I wouldn't be surprised at all. At all. I thought that was the original plan, honestly. 
Yeah, um, I, I figure. Uh, yeah, that would be better. I mean, again, you know, I mean, it's a good way to get Priest on the card. So all members of Judgment Day is wrestling yeah. on WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, and then you know, it's it's you're trying to add a layer to the Ray Santos story because eventually they're probably going to have to have a match soon in the future as well. Somebody got past uh, the torch. Ray got past yeah, the torch. Yeah, got past the torch. And then you got playing into that story, you know, uh, lasting like Santos being the son that Ray wish he had. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That could be the story. Oh, my God. You know? <laughs> oh, You know, they God. could just play it like that, you know. Oh, and, you know, man. <laughs> that would be interesting. That would be very funny. But he had interesting. But would the would they double dip with that son that I never had type of thing though after what Paul said to Cody? I don't know. But I'm I would like to see it though. <laughs> I would like to see it for sure. Um yeah, yeah. Now I listen, man, next next week's raw is pretty much next week's raw pretty much is that that's that that should really be like the that's the show that kind of pretty much yeah you know and and I don't want to disregard anything on the SmackDown side but um oh man Cody and Cody's going to be on SmackDown this yeah. week so yeah and really this is this going to kickstart you know oh, yeah. the build to, to to another year you know with uh with this SmackDown coming up and then Raw in Boston yeah 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 this is it's going to be it's going to be intriguing how things turned out man. But we're just gonna, of course, uh, you know, we're just gonna, we're just gonna see if we turn out to be right. If our predictions turn right, you know, between now and the next time we record, um, with with that, I, but I have a feeling that we'll, our predictions with with a lot of that stuff probably wind up coming into fruition. Now, unless they want to throw a curveball at us, which they can always do, and it really wouldn't surprise us at all. But um, but yeah, man. Um, before we close out of here, uh, just want to do a quick round robin of stuff here. Uh, number one, shout out to the wrestler formerly known as Sasha Banks. Um, she is doing pretty do pretty good job handling the, all the stuff, you know, with with the New Japan thing. And I think for her, it's just more so. And I think we kind of, I think we said it one time months ago or when in the middle of her walking out saga mm -hmm. um you know we feel it, it's looking more apparent now more than ever that you know she's just gonna do whatever like whatever she wants to do outside of wwe or i guess to a certain extent even aew outside of those two major wrestling companies like she just what she's doing in a certain sense, reminds me of what, um, what, what Cody kind of did. Not not the AEW building a new comp wrestling company, but pretty much I could see her for a year just doing all these different types of matches and all over the all these different events and stuff. Um, and Bailey in in the interview said that too. Like, listen, she's just she'll she'll come back to the E eventually. It's just. She's just, you know, spreading her wings and 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 seeing what what happened, what takes her outside of it. But I think she always knows that in the back of her mind, she always in her back pocket, she got the E. She can always go back to. Um, 
Yeah, she's just she's just getting out of her system. That's all. That's it. That's it, and that's fine. <laughs> that's fine with that. Um, non wrestling related, real quick. Ant Man. Um, I saw I saw it. Um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I know you said you, before we started recording. I know you saw yeah. it. Um, yeah, yourself. I um, I think it's a rather like it. It served its purpose. The movie. Um, especially with. Kang and, and and Jonathan Majors, um, and everything that he's doing, and and um, I have a sneaky suspicion that he is going to be like for everything that people hated Thanos about. Oh man, they're gonna hate this guy. They're gonna hate the very the different variants of Kang. Like I think this is, but the, the Conqueror character itself, people are really gonna hate his ass because I don't think he's well. I don't want to give out any spoilers, but it won't be the last time. Oh, yeah, yeah. It won't be the last time we see him. I'll get around for for a minute. I have a sneaky suspicion it won't be the last time we'll see him. Um, So that was a great movie. Um, Also, what was it? Something I saw. Man, have you been watching Snowfall? Do you watch Snowfall? Uh, Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, man. I've I've actually um, caught up on it a little bit. Um, I know there's probably a new episode tonight that we're missing. Yeah, a new episode tonight. But this season, man, this season, I don't know, it's something. I'm going to enjoy it. There's been some some good acting performances already there, but uh, I think the storyline itself is just crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, you know, it's crazy how this show is is now. It's it's going to end now. (laughs) This is final season. We're, it's going to be a lot of violence. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. That, that, that I know for sure. There's going to be a couple of main characters getting killed off for sure. You know that that's there's going to be people killed off for sure. That 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 goes without saying. Um, and one last thing. Um, this past Friday went to Nas concert at Madison Square Garden. Is a uh, King's Disease uh, one night yes. yeah, one night yeah. only show. Um. Let me tell you, uh, it, it's not the first time I've seen Nas, but seeing Nas in the garden, like the garden, just concerts and the hip hop concerts, it's just a different, it, it just, or as Jay-Z likes to say, it just hits, it's just different. It's just different. It's just different, um, right. And I can tell you, man, <laughs> first of all, I had fun. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, he had, he had brought out, um. Mary J. Blige for like a quick second, literally a quick second. Um, he had brought out Slick Rick, which Slick wasn't on. He wasn't really on cue with the beat. But listen, man, it's Slick Rick. We're going we gonna to throw him a pass. Um, he, he, brought out, he brought out AZ. And for me, as a Nas fan, out of all the people that, and he had brought out Hit Boy too, but for him to bring out AZ, and perform Life's a Bitch. Um, both of them, seeing both of them in the garden, like in, in center stage in, in Madison Square Garden. It doesn't, I know it may sound like, oh, whatever, that's not a big deal. Like, it, it is a big deal. <laughs> it, it is a big deal. Um, for for people that New Yorkers, or people just, just following Nas's career and knows his impact on the city of New York, and especially um, him, him and AZ, you know them being friends, best friends, man. Um, it for me it was it was fulfilling to see that happen, man. But Nas was very, 
he, his the, the pulp production was just beautiful. Yeah. It was great. I, I loved it. It's funny. Um, me and my girl went, went went inside as soon as we went inside the garden, even outside the garden. Man, that it was loud. That pack there was a lot of loud packs going on. Up, up oh, there. Uh, was huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah like, man. We, but yeah, when we got to our seat, when we get when we got to our seat, I swear to God, it felt like we were just we were just sitting down in just a a a, a, a cloud. It felt like a cloud. We just walked into a cloud because apparently there were people smoking in there too, in the garden. Oh, for sure, of um, course there were. And, <laughs> and but. But the but overall though, man, I enjoyed myself. That was a great concert, man. You could tell that he truly loves um this this we and we raved about it many times, like his point of his career. Um it's marvelous what he's doing. Um but yeah, um great concert. Whenever you see Nas, if he comes to your town, go see him. Um while while we're on the subject of concerts, real quickly, um, did you see the Dreamville Fest? Oh um, my God! Oh, please! I don't like that. We need to two, save that for. for hey some man, other that's two hundred ninety nine dollars ninety nine cents per person. That's worth uh, it. Uh, hey, I'm seeing Beyonce, so um, I'm already like I'm, I'm jealous, already man. Out that. I, so I, I won't I, get I, to I'm see Beyonce. Beyonce. I won't get but, to see Beyonce. The fact Usher Night One. And Cole and Drake at night too. Dog, it is definitely worth it. It is far, far worth it. Pharrell it hasn't said anything yet about something in the water, and I'm like, dude, bro, dude, like, it's, it's getting to that point. It's, it's festival season, bro. <laughs> Unless you're bringing Beyonce out for for something in the water, what are you being so secretive about? I mean, if he brings out Drake, then that's fine. I mean, but I'm just saying, like, ah, come on, tick tick tock, tick tock for real. Um, listen, man. I agree. Crazy lineup. Um, the price point for per person, I think, is worth it considering the lineup. All the people. I'm just mad. I don't get. I won't get to see Sean Paul. That's really like Sean Paul for me. I I want to see Sean Paul. Um, oh man, that you know, give me the light. Uh, but I'm gonna give the green light to uh end this show though. <laughs> Um, thank you, <laughs> thank you, everybody for 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 coming out. I'm not coming out for for listening. Gosh, I feel like I'm back and doing hosting stuff. Um, thank you, everybody for for listening, taking the time out of your day to, to listen to us. Um, definitely your support is appreciated. Um, shout out to um, shout out to my parent, shout out to my father. I will say that he he was part of a Black History panel for his college the other night. Um, oh, sweet. Did a great job. Um, yes, shout out also to uh, we the Hall of uh, newly newly um, elected Hall of Famer. Um, at least somebody that me that I know, Tom Konchalski, uh one of the greatest high school scout talent evaluators that 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 ever existed. Um, and th- he's in the Hall of Fame this year. He got elected uh, for that specific reason, and um, dude was a very influential influential figure for my father he he has explained um podcast episode i did with him uh, a couple of years ago and um it's just great to I, i've the guy's a great family friend um his brother was the guy that coached my father so um so many things 
Oh, sweet. That's uh, indebted to this guy, but he's Tom Kanchowski. Like, Google this guy. I mean, I don't care. Look for tweets, anything. Like, everybody, your favorite college coach, your basketball, favorite basketball player, more than likely was seen with his, was evaluated by this guy. Um, I'm dead serious. It's, and it's long overdue. Even the great Michael Jordan once met this guy, and Jordan and, and, and Tom, Tom is um, had evaluated him. So five star basketball camp. Look at that up too. Um, but uh, but again, thank you everybody for listening. Um, stay safe, stay warm, cool, depending on what day what day of the week it is. And shout out to Family Podcast Network. Find us on there. Find us on all major streaming. Um, podcast apps, Apple, Google, um, Spotify. We're all on there. Rappers and actors for Chris, Moby, no one for me. Y'all mm-hmm. be safe. Take care. God bless. Until the next episode. Peace out. Peace.